Thank you for tuning in to the Frederick Lighthouse Podcast. We pray that this message is a blessing and encouragement to you. Stay tuned following today's message to find out ways that you can follow and support this ministry. Let's join the service now. Thank you so much for listening today. This is Pastor Alan Cosner from The Lighthouse. We're so thankful that you joined us. If you want to stay connected, you can find us on Facebook at Frederick Lighthouse or on Instagram at Frederick Lighthouse as well. Also, you can check us out on YouTube. Make sure that you subscribe and like and uh, our different channels on Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Pastor Alan Cogger from the White House. We so appreciate so much. Hey everyone, happy Sunday. I know it's kind of bizarre that we aren't all gathered together at our physical location. We've had uh, numerous Sundays before where we haven't been able to gather because of weather and other things like that. And In my mind, this isn't really much different. Maryland's governor, Governor Hogan, executed an order of action the other day uh, that limited gatherings of no more uh, than 10 people. And so that's kind of put a damper on what we typically do on a Sunday or even our midweek service. And because of that, we aren't gathered together today. Uh, I can say this, we miss you. Uh, we wish that we could be together today. And I also want to promise you that as soon as we are released to meet together, we most certainly will uh, as soon as possible. I wanted to give you an idea of what service is going to look like for the next few weeks of ministry because it's going to look quite a bit different. We're planning to do daily Facebook live tag-ins, probably about five or seven minutes. Uh, weekly, we will host a worship experience on Facebook and on YouTube uh, with worship and a message just like we usually would. Now, right now, we're recording these sessions uh, so they aren't technically live, um, but we are going to be able to gather together through this way. Uh, we have a few components that we need to purchase before we can start actually live streaming, and we're working on doing that. Unfortunately, a lot of those components are just sold out right now. And so we'll be having worship together every Sunday uh, at 11 a.m. And if you are grappling to understand what this is really going to look like or what it's going to look like right now, uh, just give it a few days and be patient with us as we get it all together and we get it working the way that we can. And we're going to do the best we can with what we have right now. If you need assistance accessing our Facebook page uh, or our YouTube channel, please reach out to me personally or reach out to the church via our email address, fredericlighthouse at gmail.org, and we're going to do everything we can to assist you, even if that means coming over and getting you set up. We would love to do that. I believe that being connected during this time is vitally important. 
Someone uh, from our leadership team is going to be reaching out to each and every family and individual uh, very soon. Um, and that individual is going to be checking on you and on your family regularly over the next few weeks. This is a time, and I can't stress this enough, of consecration. Honestly, this is where the rubber meets the road in your spiritual life. Uh, I, I can't make this more plain. Each of us right now has to take personal responsibility for our walk with God. So every day, literally every day, Sunday through Saturday, uh, for the next few weeks, the church is going to be open from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. I know that we're not supposed to gather together, uh, but you can stop by the church at some point throughout the week and spend time in prayer. So the church will be open, and I'm encouraging you to stop a minimum of once a week, stop by the church, and have a time of prayer uh, in the church. Number one, I think that's so important because it's going to keep you in the habit of physically coming to church, even though we're gathering online for our Sunday services. As part of our online programs, uh, we're working to develop uh, activities for our children, for our young people, uh, content for them. And again, this is going to look and feel different, um, but it's not going to be any less uh, effective than what we're already doing at service uh, at church. So we, you can go right now to fredericlighthouse.org, and just below the link for our videos is a link to a. Uh, it says Lighthouse Kid Zone, and already on there are activities. There is devote. There are devotionals. Uh, there is an online book that you can do with your family, and these are there's some downloadable and printable resources that are going to keep your children engaged over the next few weeks while church does look a little bit different. So again, those resources are there. They're going to continue to be evolving. You and I have got to be intentional about using them. So be patient with us. Um, but we're working to get this all together. I got to give a massive shout out to uh, the Flores. They have been working really hard helping us get all of this up and running. And so I truly appreciate them. Uh, maybe send them a text and let them know how much you appreciate what they're doing right now. Also got to give a shout out to my brother, uh, Franklin, for uh, being my sounding board over the last few days while we figure out what church is going to look like for us. Uh, I also want to mention giving. Uh, right now, giving is vitally important. Just because we're not physically gathering together uh, doesn't mean that it's not important. So I encourage you to give through Tithely. Uh, I encourage you to give through our website. Go to fredericlighthouse.org forward slash give. You can give through those means electronically or contact us, fredericlighthouse at gmail.com to learn about how you can still give via cash or check. And we'll send that info out to you. Also, later this week, we'll have a quick update video that is specific about giving. So that'll be coming. Look for that in a few days. <clears throat> if you have your Bible this morning, I'm going to ask that you would turn with me to the book of Genesis, uh, Genesis chapter 2, and we're going to read verse 18. If you're turning there, um, while you're turning there, uh, and you hopefully you're gathered there with your family, uh, we're actually uh, we're going to pray together, if that's all right. So if you would just... Uh, come together as a family in prayer. We're going to ask that the Lord this morning would speak to our hearts. Let's pray. Lord, we're coming to you right now uh, in your spirit, in our homes, asking you to speak to our hearts through your word. God, we know that this season may look different, but we know that you are the same God who is in control. And we give you glory and honor today. Speak to our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So if you're in Genesis chapter 2, we're going to read 
verses, verse 18. And uh, I just want to stop for a minute and remind you uh, that while we're not physically gathering together, uh, the church is just as accessible as ever. We're here for you. Uh, please don't think that we're not. And uh, feel free to reach out to us if you need us. Genesis 2, verse 18. It says, uh, Then the Lord God said, It's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. I'm going to read it in the New King James Version. This was the NLT. New King James says, And the Lord God said, It's not good for man, or it's not good that man should be alone. I will make a helper comparable to him. A few weeks ago, we started our long story short series in Genesis chapter 1. And God said, Let there be light, and there was. And for a number of reasons, uh, we kind of got held up there for different reasons. And uh, we really haven't got much further than now, Genesis chapter 2, and that's okay. It's obvious that when God created man, he created humans to have a relationship with him. But in his wisdom, God knew that man needed more. He required more relationally. Humans need relationship. You and I need relationship. And so God said, look, it's not good for man to be alone. We could make a lot of, um, we could make a lot of inferences about that. Maybe man wouldn't have survived well by himself. Maybe man would have done something stupid in and of himself if he hadn't had Eve there to help him out. We don't know. But we know that God said, look, it's not good for man to be alone. I'm going to make him a helper. Humans are relational beings. From the introvert to the extrovert, we are relational beings. We need other people. And right now, we're in a state of social distancing. And when you think about that, who would have ever even thought that social distancing would be a thing or even uh, an idea? Social distancing. But from the very beginning, we were created for the purpose of relationship. God didn't create us to be alone. We were created to have relationship with him and with other humans. So I want to talk about relationship with God for a second. <clears throat> this is a time for consecration. I know that we're not physically gathering together like we always have. I know this is different. This is new. For some people, it might seem a little weird. Every home... Right now, every room in your home ought to become a prayer room. Every home, every place in your home needs to become an altar during this time. Every home needs to be a quote-unquote church on its own right now. This isn't a vacation from church. Uh, this isn't the time to be lazy or lax. This is time for us to be the church and for us to have a stronger relationship with Jesus than we've ever had have before. Utilize this time. Utilize this time to draw closer to Jesus than you have ever been before. If you feel distant from God, I'm telling you right now that he is only one prayer away. Right there in your living room, right there in your kitchen, he is only one prayer away. Call on him. He wants to have a relationship with you and I. So we were created to have a relationship with him. And with all that's happening with COVID-19 and what's going on in our world right now, churches moving online, not being able to physically gather together, you and I, we've got to take personal responsibility for our spiritual health. Step up and use this time as a time of spiritual growth in your life. Pray 
And you need to pray like you have never prayed before. Read your Bible. This book is full of great resources and and building your relationship with God. Do it as an individual. Do it as a family. You were created to have a relationship with Jesus. And each of us has to decide that in this current health crisis, as disruptive to our normal lives as it has been, it's just been crazy, you've got to decide if you're going to come out on the other side of this stronger than you are today, or if you're going to come out of this on the other side and need to be rebuilt spiritually. God desires a relationship with you, and this is the time to seek Him like absolutely never before. He desires a relationship with us. We were created to have that relationship. The other relationship that I want to talk to you about today is about our relationship with others. While we were created to have a relationship with God, we were also intended to have a relationship with other humans. When God saw that Adam was by himself, he said, wait, all right, Adam, he he loved Adam, but he didn't say, hey, Adam, you're going to come live with me. I, I want a relationship with you. Come, come, come stay at my house. No, he created a companion for Adam. He created woman and we need others to be spiritually mentally and physically healthy. We need people around us to encourage us. I need people around me to challenge me. You need people around you to pray for you and to pray with you. Grow together. We need other people. We need others in our lives. So uh, Jesus had close friends. Jesus had Mary. He had Martha. He had Lazarus. He had three disciples, Peter, James, and John, who were he, that he was closest to. We need people in the close proximity of our lives for our well-being. So, and I know you're thinking this right now, Pastor, we're social distancing right now. This is different. I get it. We're supposed to be socially distancing. We were not called, though, to become socially dormant. As a part of the body of Christ... Even in a time of social distancing, we still have a commission that we are called to, and that is taking the gospel to those who are around us. Check on your neighbors. Call them. We've got these these great tools. Call your neighbors. Check on members of your family. Check on other members of the church. Call an individual that Jesus lays on your heart in your prayer time and check on them. Make sure they're doing okay. If you and your neighbors are healthy, I know this is taboo right now. Invite them over to watch one of our live stream services uh, next week. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. It says, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth. For he hath no not another to help him up. It's a dangerous thing to be in a place when you are alone. And right now you might be feeling alone, feeling anxiety, having a a lot of fear. One thing that will help that is getting linked up with another believer. It's not good for man to be alone. It's become a fairly common saying at our church and from a few people that, that they'll say, we're better together. Yes, we are. We are better together. We're in this together. In fact, Jesus said, Matthew 20, uh, 18 and 20, he said, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So how many people do I need to find Jesus? He's everywhere at all times, yes. He's he's omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's omnipotent. He's, he's everywhere. He knows it all. But where two or three are gathered together in his name, there he would be. So who do you need? You need at least one more. 
You can have three. You can have five. Right now, you can't have more than 10, but if we can get a group together, God will be right there and he will minister. There he is in the midst of them. He is in your living room right now. He is in your kitchen with you right now. If you're watching this in your car, he is in your car with you right now. You are not alone. He is there. He's there with you in your office. So maybe you're feeling the presence of Jesus like you've never felt it before. In just a minute, we're going to pray. But if you have any questions about salvation, about baptism, uh, if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, reach out to us at fredericlighthouse.org, and we would be more than happy to meet you today. I know that we're, we're not physically gathering for service, but the church is open, and we would be more than happy to meet you today and walk you through repentance, baptizing you in Jesus' name, and we believe that the Lord will fill you with the precious gift of His Spirit. So, we're going to pray together at your home here. If you would bow your heads and in the presence of God, let's talk to him for just a moment. Lord, we know that you have called us to relationship, not just with you, but with others. God, and right now in a time of fear, in a time of anxiety, in a time of uncertainty, it is so evident that we need one another like absolutely never before. God, bind us together as a church in a spirit of unity. Those who may feel disconnected, draw them closer to you. Your word said that if we would draw near to you, that you would draw near to us. And I'm asking you in every home across our city, in every house across our community where we are tuned in today, let your spirit draw near to them. God, liberate. God, from that spirit of fear. Liberate God from the uncertainty. Let Reveal to people, Lord, how much you are in control. God, and for those who are feeling your spirit in a new way, God, reveal yourself to them. God, let them take the next step, God, in, in reaching you and developing that relationship with you. God, we need one another and I'm declaring right now that in this time where we may be socially distant, we refuse to be socially dormant and we're going to care for one another like absolutely never before. In your mighty name we pray. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Now, I know that service today looks quite a bit different. Next week we'll be back somewhat back to normal, but I want to encourage you stay up to date with our Facebook page. Make sure you like us at Frederick Lighthouse. Uh, check us out on Instagram, on YouTube, Frederick Lighthouse, and please uh, hit that subscribe button and that little bell so you get notifications when we go live and post a video. Lots of content coming your way. We love you. We are here for you. Do not hesitate to reach out to us directly and uh, we'll do anything we can to be of assistance to you in this time. Happy Sunday. We'll see you soon. God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is Pastor Alan Cosner from The Lighthouse, and we are so thankful that you have chosen to listen and join. If you want to stay up to date, you can find us on social media and YouTube at Frederick Lighthouse. And as always, you can stay up to date and see ways to support this ministry on our website, fredericlighthouse.org. We are praying God's blessings and favor on you and your family. Please let us know if we can be of any assistance. God bless you.